You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello, and welcome to episode number 22 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today's question actually comes from a conference that I recently did um, a while back in regards to a group of ministers, and I was leading a conference. Actually, I was co-leading with my wife a conference on social media and technology, and we ended up getting into a discussion on Snapchat. That's right, folks, Snapchat. And the question was, is should your church use Snapchat? So that's today's question, which is, should my church use Snapchat? Um, now, when this subject was broached at the conference I was at, there were obviously in the room two different opinions on it. One being, yeah, let's embrace it. Let's do it. And one that said, we're not going with, we're not going near it. And to be honest with you, I can totally be see both sides. Um, and I think both sides have some very, very good reasoning behind, behind the logic of, of each decision. Um, and so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to talk a little bit through Snapchat, my personal opinions on it. Um, what we did with Snapchat, what we're currently doing with Snapchat and what I think you might want to look at in doing Snapchat. And we'll also talk about what I think is a coming digital divide between young adults, teenagers, and older adults. So let me kind of give you my impressions on Snapchat in general. Um, first off, uh, Snapchat scares me. And I say scares me in this sense is one, it scares me because it's, it's becoming more popular in its growth. And, and honestly, I'm not crazy about it as a tool. Um, first off, one, I don't like the interface. I think the interface is rather confusing. Um, it, it's not very well laid out um, in terms of when you want to use it. I think, the, I think the learning curve for it is longer because it's the user interface that we've grown accustomed to in terms of, say, like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook pages, at least on, you know, obviously on the mobile device. In my opinion, those are not perfect by any stretch. Uh, but they're probably a better, a little bit more laid out in terms of what you do and what comes next and where things are. With Snapchat, I feel like I was I spent majority of my time swiping around trying to figure out where I'm going, what I'm doing, and possibly it's because I haven't spent enough time with the tool. To be honest with you, before I did this podcast, I had to go back and download the app because I deleted it off my phone because I just never use it. I just didn't find it appealing. Uh, the other thing that I'm not crazy about is is it really focuses on vertical video, and as somebody who has spent a good portion of their time doing video. Um, I don't like, you know, I, all video people joke with me, especially church media people joke that when somebody gives them a video from an iPhone and if it's vertical versus horizontal, you know, you, you die slightly a little bit inside because you know how it's going to look when you put it up on the screen. And so, yeah, it focuses on vertical video and I, and I get why that works inside that app. Um, again, I'm not crazy about vertical video. It just seems so weird. But um, the reality of it is it's dominant on the Snapchat platform, which I get. I get why it's dominant. Again, I'm not crazy about it. So the question is, why did we, our church, decide to do Snapchat? Well, to be honest with you, we were just flat out curious. I didn't know a whole lot about it. So Katie and I decided we were going to do it. We were just going to jump in and we were just going to do it. Um, We wanted to give it a look and we wanted to see what it would look like if we tried it out. I think the other thing that made us curious about Snapchat was the fact that major players like ESPN, uh, BuzzFeed, and CNN, uh, those type of 
brands started investing and in looking into Snapchat. And typically when you have major players or major platform players start looking into and using a social media tool, you usually kind of, kind of know the tools kind of arrived, if you will. Um, it doesn't mean it's, you know, it's here to stay, but it does mean that there's, there are some people who are willing to invest some money and time into it. So at that point, it, for us, I thought, okay, it's worth taking a look. And we had, I had a couple other churches that I know uh, and trust had also started looking into it and started using the tool as well. So what was the results from when we tried Snapchat? Well, a couple things. One, the first time we used Snapchat and we started publishing stuff on the platform, we had a whole new set of users with usernames that appeared. And I had to, give, I had to ask Katie, uh, who are these people? Because I've never recognized these usernames before. And she kind of did a little deep dive research and she found out, Oh, they're mostly teenagers. And these are teenagers that really aren't on Twitter. Um, maybe some are on Instagram. Um, none of them really are on Facebook, but Snapchat's the tool that they use. And so they were definitely lighting us up when we started using it, especially at our young adult worship service. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. A whole new data set, a whole new set of users. Um, at the same time, we had people raising questions. Why are we on Snapchat, et cetera, et cetera. And honestly, we weren't ready for those questions that we got from church members. We didn't think that through. We didn't think that would be an issue. And so we weren't really prepared to answer those questions. Um, at the end of the day, um, we would tell you overall our experience with Snapchat was more frustrating than it was exciting. And maybe that's a little bit because we do a lot of scheduling of things out just given the nature of all the work we've got going on here. And so because you can't auto schedule it, you got to be in the moment. It's one of those tools that you constantly have to be thinking about using in terms of when you're in the moment, you go, oh, we should Snapchat this. Just uh, same as you would with like Periscope or Meerkat. Oh, we need to go ahead and we need to capture this. So you kind of have to think ahead and how you're going to use the tool, but not so much in terms of an auto scheduling, just schedule this out for a later date. It's terms of scheduling this out like, hey, you need to Snapchat this. So that makes it a little more difficult and honestly, sometimes just a little bit more frustrating for, for us. Again, I wasn't impressed with the tool itself. However, um, I know that a lot of young adults and a lot of teenagers, teenagers use it. So the question is, do we still use Snapchat? We do sometimes. In fact, I when I loaded Snapchat on, I tried to see what we've been doing lately. Not a whole lot. I think part of the problem is when we jumped into Snapchat, we didn't really go in with a strong plan of, hey, let's analyze how somebody other, other people use it. Let's see how it fits best with our our church, our DNA, and then we'll go from there. Um, typically when we do that, we typically have a stronger sense of who we are inside that when we use that tool and it usually makes a better experience overall. So that was a mistake that we made. We just didn't really have a plan. So by the time we started using it, we just kind of got frustrated with it. So we never really kind of picked it back up. And plus other stuff for us, has just been going really well, like our Facebook and Instagram. So we kind of said, you know what, we're probably not going to spend that much time on it just because these other platforms for us are doing really, really well. So the question is, should your church use it? Uh, if I'm in your situation, I probably would tell you I'd hold off on it. Um, unless you have a burning desire really to try it out. I would focus on right now Facebook and Instagram and then maybe Twitter and then maybe Snapchat. But I would even tell you, I don't know if I wouldn't ignore Twitter altogether or do Facebook and Instagram and then try Snapchat. Um, I've got a couple of blog posts coming out. Actually, I got a blog post coming out this week talking about uh, Twitter's kind of flattening in terms of growth. And so I think tools like Periscope, Meerkat, and Snapchat are going to be the tools that are going to be on the rise. Instagram continues to grow along with Pinterest. So I, I would tell you, focus on Facebook and Instagram um, with the idea that keeping Snapchat in the back of your mind. Um, but you need to figure out whether or not it's something that fits with your church. Also keeping in mind that certain people interpret you using it, by the way, in different 
ways. And so some people will think it's really cool that your church is using it. Some parents will be upset because they don't let their teenagers have a Snapchat account and all of a sudden the church has one. And so that kind of all of a sudden puts them in an awkward position. So you'll need to think through that. That's something, honestly, I didn't even click in my mind that that would really be an issue. Um, but it's something we kind of had to deal with. So you need to keep that in mind that some people will raise those questions. And so you need to figure out whether or not that's something you really kind of want to do. Uh, if you are going to use Snapchat, uh, I will tell you, if you look at major brands like Taco Bell, uh, I think McDonald's and maybe Coke, you can see how they use it. A lot of them are pretty much using it for announcements, like kind of in the moment, big announcements or giveaway type of things. And so I think that's what the tool is going to be best used for. So if you decide to use it, know that it's going to be really for brief in the moment type of things that you want to capture. Um, it's not in terms of like a long range strategy content type of deal with with Snapchat. I don't see people using it like that. I think the other thing this kind of emphasizes this growth of Snapchat and watching Twitter and even Facebook kind of plateau is I think we're creeping up on a digital divide between young adults and teenagers and really actually really teenagers and everybody else. Uh, and that was kind of highlighted this week um, by an article that uh, E! Online, the uh, entertainment, I think it's Entertainment Network or E! Online, whatever it is, um, they're they had a blog post, I believe it was them or entertainment weekly. I think it was E online had a blog post about the teen choice awards. And they kind of made this really kind of offhand comment about, they didn't know who some of the people who were at the awards, who they were because they weren't normal network or movie stars. But instead these were people from YouTube or vine. And they made a comment like they don't even know who these people are. And of course they got lit up on Twitter by these fans of these YouTube and vine stars. And what I thought was really kind of interesting is, is we're really seeing this play out where we're now seeing a digital divide between age groups. And I think it's kind of widening a little bit where we've got teenagers and young adults kind of abandoning Facebook and probably Twitter to a certain degree, not a whole lot, but really abandoning Facebook and really focusing on Instagram and Snapchat. And so I think that's something you need to be conscientious of that. I think some of these channels are being a little more segmented than they have been in the past. Um, I'm not sure what that's going to look like in the future. I just know that we've got a new a new segmentation kind of arising. Uh, so that's something you want to be conscientious of as you start planning your content and you start planning for different channels. Uh, that's just something you want to keep in the back of your mind as you're planning this content. I, I, I just think Snapchat to me is a good example of something that's really catching on with young adults uh, and teenagers, but it's not really catching on with adults. And so you just kind of keep that in mind as you're creating content for it. So hopefully that gives you some information on Snapchat and maybe you can make a decision or an informed decision on whether or not that's something you want to do for your church. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdarrell.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. You can direct message me on Twitter. I'm at DGirardier. That's at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. Or just use the hashtag AskDarrell. Don't forget... Uh, this podcast is on iTunes if you want to turn around and you want to subscribe there or if you're on Android device, you can use Stitcher. So there you go. Hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.